There you go. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Today we've got Melissa Redpill. And we are going to be discussing the Hebrew festivals, like Hugh says, it's going to be biblical. And she is going to explain to us how this is going to be biblical. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to our Telegram channels and to nicholasveniamin.com for my free email updates. And if you're watching this for the first time on YouTube, I will leave the link below in the description for the full interview. Melissa Redpill, thank you for joining me. How are hey, you and what have bro. you been up to? Hey, bro. Oh, goodness. Every day. It's every day. Something else is really cool that's happening. And so, yeah, every day, just just like you are just trying to get the truth out there as fast as we possibly can. And all everything that we've been seeing for the past since the, the beginning of this Hebrew month, Tishri one, which was the 7th of September, we've been seeing big things happen. And and I'm, what I'm going to hope to do is to to connect the dots. So you see how this is what according to the Bible, the Hebrew festivals, which we have not kept. They don't, they did. They told us that's just for this group in the Middle East. That's not for you, but it's for us. And so okay. th- when you see it, then you, then you, when you know what they are, then you see what, how the correlation goes. Well, let's share the screen and you can let's go ahead do and it. exactly with what you're speaking about. Let's do it. I don't know if I need sound, but let's just see. All right. So here, this is my channel. For those of you who want to, to research more about this and how this is biblical, this is at freedomforce.live, freedomforce.live. And I'll show you, like, here's where you get the, the playlist and all the links and all that. Now, here is the calendar right now. This is the September 2021 calendar and we talked last time when we were together that was actually Rosh Hashanah when we got together last time and that's the beginning of the feast of Mm -hmm. Trump which is so cool that it's the feast of Trump or trumpets and so we were we were you know I think I played the shofar or played you know the video of that and so that was the beginning of the Hebrew festivals in the fall so so basically the fall I believe the fall of the cabal is in the fall and the biblical, really, seriously, according to the Hebrew festival, this one is represents the harvest. And the, and the book of Revelation talks about these people being harvested for judgment. Being so harvested to be removed from us so they can't harm people anymore. Have you seen what they're doing in Australia? Right. Have you seen that? Absolutely. In Australia, what they're shooting the people with rubber bullets? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um- I mean, I've seen a lot of things, but do you want to tell us exactly with what you're talking about? Yeah, it's just like these people, you know, thankfully in America, we did not give up our guns. Mm-hmm. And people are like, that, yeah. why would you want to have guns? You must be a barbarian, whatever. Well, I'll tell you this. We live in Texas and we're loaded for bear. <laughs> we well, got guns. You what, I, I, I was just on with Mel Kay and we were talking about um, the, the Christchurch shooting a few years ago. And I was saying that this was a deep state orchestration to make Trump look bad because he wants you guys to keep your second amendment. Right. Thank God we did. Thank God we did. Because if you've seen the videos and I put it on my freedom force battalion telegram, these videos of these people, there's hordes of people. They're just walking in the streets and they've been told to go home, to, to stay in their homes, to lock down and to do as they're told. And thankfully they're like, and they're being forced, you know, say they're mandating the, the vaccine and they're not doing it. They're like, nope, not, we're not doing it. And they go in, out in the street, but they have no, nothing to defend themselves with. They're mm-hmm. sitting ducks. The thing is, they're not pulling that stuff in America because they know we're loaded. We got guns. We got ammo. Don't come at us with a gun. It, you, you come at us with a, with a shot. 
<laughs> we're coming back. I mean, we're not, they, they're not going to pull that. They're not going to pull that because they know we are, they were not able to remove our second amendment rights. And if anybody doesn't, you know, they believe this is important, just look at what's happening. They, the people were, you know, were, were going after the police to say, you know, stop running us over with your cars or whatever. And they came at them with guns. Now, supposedly rubber bullets. But the thing is, I mean, we, you can't, how do you defend yourself? They, they are, they're, they're unable to defend themselves. But anyway, that's another story. But back to um, all of these things happening in the world, you realize we're, we're kind we're at this precipice moment, right? Okay. So this all happened this, this past two weeks. And then on Wednesday, you and I didn't get a chance to talk that day, but that was Yom Kippur. And a lot of people don't know what that is, but guess, guess what happened on Yom Kippur? Do you have any idea? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> That's why I have you here. That's why you have me. <laughs> That's why you need Nelly. <laughs> Melissa Red Pill of the World. Um, that was the day Durham unsealed the indictment. Right. On right. that day. We've been waiting four years. You see, four when you told me about when you told me about, you know, do you know what this day is about? And I have absolutely no idea. But as soon as you say Durham, that's it. Uh, you know, I get it. All right, go on. That was not a coincidence that that happened on that day, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've been waiting for four years. We're like, when is Durham going to do something? What is going on? Where is this man? Is he alive? You know, and so then don't think it's a coincidence that that happened on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur stands for Day of Atonement. And what this means is, again, in this fall festival, think of harvest, think of a feast. Uh, I've read some passages and I'll show you guys this on my on my Freedom Force dot live where these verses that that coincide with this celebration this day of atonement are talking about you know destroying the evildoers that's really what it's about is is atoning for the land to remove the evil from the land so we can have peace and health and safety for everybody that's what the day of atonement is about okay so the passover is in the spring that's when Christ died for sins and, and, and rose and, and that happens in the spring. And the fall is when that the, the, um, I remember I was talking about last time that, that this starts with the 10 days of awe and we get everything worked out with each other. If there's something we got against our neighbor, our friend, if there's something we owe them, we get it resol- resolved. Right. And then we, we, um, on the day of atonement, whatever's not, it didn't get taken care of, gets taken care of in like in judgment that someone's in trouble because the, let's say if I stole something from you and I didn't pay it back, then I, I'll go before the judgment. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a tone for, because we can't work like this. <laughs> we can't live like this where it's a continual thing. Th- there's no justice, right? We just can't keep going like that now. So that was the day of atonement. And then five days later, which was last night. So all the festivals start in the evening, in the sundown, that's the beginning of the day. Okay. So last night was the beginning of the feast of tabernacles. So imagine this as we, I think we talked about last time, but once we get everything worked out with each other, then we can have peace. And so you have this beautiful tabernacle. I'll show you mine, my husband, uh, you'll, I'll get, uh, I wasn't going to show you yet, but I'll go ahead and do it now. This is our tabernacle in our backyard. And it's kind of cheesy, but <laughs> I bet I'm just now learning how to do it myself. You know, we've kind of talked about doing it and we kind of kind of did it. I'm trying to do it like 
the real legit way now. So you build, it looks, it doesn't really look like a tent, like what you would think of as a tent, but that's the way exactly you're supposed to do it. They also call it a booth or a shelter. And so you would have the three sides. If you notice, he put in like these poles right here and then he put the tarp all the way around. And then I had like a little pad out there. I said, let's just put it around there so we won't have to worry about the grass or whatever. And now uh, we already have a table out there. And so I put lights, I'll show you what I'm going for is this. And so that I have, I need more greenery. My greenery is kind of cheesy. <laughs> That's all I had. But anyway, so then you have a place where you can all, now we can have our lovely dinner together and we can enjoy each other's company. And this is a celebration we do for seven days. What is, this is symbolizing that when we have justice restored to the earth, then we can have this peace together, right? And, and how beautiful it, doesn't that look lovely and so it enjoyable? Does, yeah. So that's what the Tabernacles is about. Um, so this is, okay, it starts on last night, the 20th, and it goes through the 29th, okay? Uh, so through, through the morning, whatever, the, of the 29th. Now, um, so this is basically the beginning of Sukkot today. And so, or they call it Sukkot. This is basically a Sukkot. Ah, he going the wrong place. That's a Sukkot or a booth or a tabernacle or a shelter. You can call them any of those and they'll know what you're talking about. All right. So this is, and it goes all the way through. Now, guess what happened last night, right at sundown on Sukkot? Did you catch what the big news was yesterday? Go on. What was it? Well, I think one of the big things was this big video that came out from Project Veritas about, about the vax. That was going crazy on Twitter last night to expose that. Would you like to tell us? Because some of the viewers are not aware of it. Yes. Okay. I think I, I think I have a, uh, maybe I didn't. Okay. Maybe I don't have that, that I say for you. All right. So um, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, he's got the, you know, he's always trying to get whistleblowers to come out and tell what's going on. Well, clearly one, the biggest thing we've got to fight in this world, besides the election fraud is the vax. Mm -hmm. And they're talking about these people who've had the vaccine are going into the hospitals and the their, their protocols they have for them are killing them. Because they're being given a remdesivir and, well, um, and, and then I have a victim in for those who've had the vax and saying, you know, that you're okay because you've had the vax. So it's all manipulation. Exactly, exactly. And so they're not giving them the things that will help, will cure them. They won't allow them to give them ivermectin. And they will, and they are doing like the remdesivir, you know, uh, Dr. Artis, I've got that on my, my Freedom Force Battalion telegram, if you want to see his video where he's talking about, you know, they, they, they give you remdesivir, it stops your kidneys from functioning, so you're not being able to, to you know, urinate, and then they pump your body filled with the fluids, and you literally drown in your own fluids, this is what's happening to our family members. And then they force air into the lungs and it causes them to basically blow out their lungs. I mean, it, they're literally killing people. That's and terrible. the nurses know this and they're not, they're not even reporting the adverse reactions from the vaccine, quote, the vaccines, and which is required to do. And the nurses are just, you know, in a terrible situation. And, you, and, the, and the police officers are in a terrible situation, like in, in, in Australia. But what do you do? Do you just let this, you know, do you keep your job or do you, do you re rebel, revolt? What do you do? So she said, I'm going on Project Veritas. 
And so he's not on Twitter anymore. He was taken off as so many of us have been, but everybody was sharing it like wildfire. And so that's what I remember how Q said, they're going to fight back, but you're ready. Now he has a post. Let me see if I can quote it exactly because I don't have it pulled up. Q said that when there's the first indictment, and that was on again, Yom Kippur on the Day of Atonement, when they when that first happens, then they uh you know they're gonna fight back. But you're ready. And so how are we ready? Is that we have all found a place that we can operate from to fight. Okay, think of a war, Uh, you know, I'm in my bunker, you're in your bunker, and we're able to shoot our truth bullets. And we've got had to resort to rumble and and telegram and other sources. But there are other people who are still able to be out in the battlefield. So what we do is we gather, (laughs) knocking my light over, we gather the information, and then they, you know, we're all in the grassroots sharing this, Mm -hmm. where they can't stop us. Just like in Australia, where those people were, were walking, the, 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 uh, the police couldn't stop them, except with rubber bullets. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so this is very interesting to me that this happened on, on, the, on Tabernacles. And you know how he's talked about the timing is everything. So important to have the timing. All right. So if you want to see more about the Durham, I shared this on my um, my bit shoot and on my rumble okay uh, durham the punisher and i'll show you that in your, uh, you know on my uh, all the backup for it so everything i do i show the backup because a lot of stuff you know i, I hear about I, I you know i just someone just shared something with me they told me about something i said well show me, give me the backup they're like oh the supreme court said such and such i said well show me show me the backup give me can you give me the supreme court ruling because you know so many people say the, the supreme court ruled but they don't you know, give the, give the ruling, you know? And so it's really important if we share stuff that we have, that we give the backup of it. So that's what I try to do. I have it right here on my channel. Here it is the, the, the actual post with all the links. So I, I don't put the links all on rumble and BitChute. I put them on my, um, on my freedomforce.live. And so that one was about the, the routers. I guess you heard about the routers, huh? Mm-hmm. Yes. We're, yeah. So we got the routers. We got the router. So we got it all. So that's, that's gigantic. So that's another giant thing that's happening that we're just pulling down this criminal uh, mafia. All right. So this is way back at the bottom. Uh, This is a really great video. If anyone wants to go and see it, the guy from Epoch Times, his name is Roman. He did a really great video explaining what the Durham um, indictment is about. Have you guys gone into that on your channel? I want to ask you, what do you think it's about? Like, when do you think, you know, um, he's going to come out and we're going to hear, you know, indictments, arrests, et cetera, et cetera? Right. Okay. So, well, this was the first one. And so this has a, is it really gigantic? Um, as uh, Tom Fitton over at Judicial Watch said, is that this guy is a, you know, a big fish in a small, a small pond. He worked directly with Hillary Clinton. Basically, when you are indicting him, you're indicting Hillary. I mean, not really technically, but this is that that small little. There you go. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Today we've got Melissa Redpill. And we are going to be discussing the Hebrew festivals. Like Q says, it's going to be biblical. And she is going to explain to us how 
this is going to be biblical. Now, just before we begin, you can subscribe to our Telegram channels and to nicholasveniamin.com for my free email updates. And if you're watching this for the first time on YouTube, I will leave the link below in the description for the full interview. Melissa Redpill, thank you for joining me. How are hey, you and what have bro. you been up to? Hey, bro. Oh, goodness. Every day. It's every day. Something else is really cool that's happening. And so, yeah, every day, just just like you are just trying to get the truth out there as fast as we possibly can. And all everything that we've been seeing for the past since the, the beginning of this Hebrew month, Tishri one, which was the 7th of September, we've been seeing big things happen. And and I'm, what I'm going to hope to do is to to connect the dots. So you see how this is what according to the Bible, the Hebrew festivals, which we have not kept. They don't, they did. They told us that's just for this group in the Middle East. That's not for you, but it's for us. And so okay. th- when you see it, then you, then you, when you know what they are, then you see what, how the correlation goes. Well, let's share the screen and you can let's go ahead do and it. exactly with what you're speaking about. Let's do it. I don't know if I need sound, but let's just see. All right. So here, this is my channel. For those of you who want to, to research more about this and how this is biblical, this is it. Freedom Freedomforce.live. Freedomforce.live. And I'll show you, like, here's where you get the, the playlist and all the links and all that. Now, here is the calendar right now. This is the September 2021 calendar. And we talked last time when we were together, that was actually Rosh Hashanah when we got together last time. And that's the beginning of the Feast of Mm -hmm. Trump, which is so cool that it's the Feast of Trump or Trumpets. And so we were, we were, you know, I think I played the shofar or played, you know, the video of that. And so that was the beginning of the Hebrew festivals in the fall. So, so basically the fall, I believe the fall of the cabal is in the fall. In the biblical, really, seriously, according to the Hebrew festival, this one is represents the harvest. And in the, the book of Revelation talks about these people being harvested for judgment. Being so harvested to be removed from us so they can't harm people anymore. Have you seen what they're doing in Australia? Right. Have you seen that? Absolutely. In Australia, what they're shooting the people with rubber bullets? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um- I mean, I've seen a lot of things, but do you want to tell us exactly with what you're talking about? Well, yeah, it's just like these people, you know, thankfully in America, we did not give up our guns. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, that, yeah. why would you want to have guns? You must be a barbarian, whatever. Well, I'll tell you this. We live in Texas and we're loaded for bear. <laughs> we well, got guns. You what, I, I, I was just on with Mel Kay and we were talking about um, the, the Christchurch shooting a few years ago. And I was saying that this was a deep state orchestration to make Trump look bad because he wants you guys to keep your second amendment. Right. Thank God we did. Thank God we did. Because if you've seen the videos and I put it on my freedom force battalion telegram, these videos of these people, there's hordes of people. They're just walking in the streets and they've been told to go home, to to stay in their homes, to lock down and to do as they're told. And thankfully they're like, and they're being forced, you know, say mandating the, the vaccine and they're not doing it. They're like, nope, not, we're not doing it. And they go in, out in the street, but they have no, nothing to defend themselves with. They're mm-hmm. sitting ducks. The thing is, they're not pulling that stuff in America because they know we're loaded. We got guns. We got ammo. Don't come at us with a gun. If you, you come at us with a, with a shot, <laughs> we're coming back. I mean, we're not, they, they're not going to pull that. They're not going to pull that because they know we are, they were not able to remove our second amendment rights. And if anybody doesn't, you know, they believe this is important. Just look at what's happening. 
they, the people were, you know, were, were going after the police to say, you know, stop running us over with your cars or whatever. And they came at them with guns. Now, supposedly rubber bullets. But the thing is, I mean, you can't, how do you defend yourself? They, they are, they're, they're unable to defend themselves. But anyway, that's another story. But back to um, all of these things happening in the world, you realize we're we're kind we're at this precipice moment, right? Okay, so this all happened this this past two weeks, and then on Wednesday, you and I didn't get a chance to talk that day, but that was Yom Kippur, and a lot of people don't know what that is. But guess guess what happened on Yom Kippur? Do you have any idea? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> That's why I have you here. That's why you have me. <laughs> That's why you need Nelly. Melissa Red Pill of the World. Um, that was the day Durham unsealed the indictment. Right. On right. that day. We've been waiting four years. You see, four. when you tell me about when you tell me about, you know, do you know what this day is about? And I have absolutely no idea. But as soon as you say Durham, that's it. Uh, right. you know, I get it. All right, go on. That was not a coincidence that that happened on that day, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've been waiting for four years. We're like, when is Durham going to do something? What is going on? Where is this man? Is he alive? You know, and so then don't think it's a coincidence that that happened on Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur stands for Day of Atonement. And what this means is, again, in this fall festival, think of harvest, think of a feast. Uh, I've read some passages and I'll show you guys this on my, on my freedom force dot live where these verses that that coincide with this celebration this day of atonement are talking about you know destroying the evildoers that's really what it's about is is atoning for the land to remove the evil from the land so we can have peace and health and safety for everybody that's what the day of atonement is about okay so the passover is in the spring that's when Christ died for sins and, and, and rose and, and that happens in the spring. And the fall is when that the, the, um, Mary, I was talking about last time that, that this starts with the 10 days of awe and we get everything worked out with each other. If there's something we got against our neighbor, our friend, if there's something we owe them, we get it resol- resolved. Right. And then we, we, um, on the day of atonement, whatever's not, it didn't get taken care of, gets taken care of in like in judgment that someone's in trouble because the, let's say if I stole something from you and I didn't pay it back, then I, I'll go before the judgment. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's a tone for, because we can't work like this. <laughs> we can't live like this where it's a continual thing. There's no justice, right? We just can't keep going like that now. So that was the day of atonement. And then five days later, which was last night. So all the festivals start in the evening, in the sundown, that's the beginning of the day. Okay. So last night was the beginning of the feast of tabernacles. So imagine this as we, I think we talked about last time, but once we get everything worked out with each other, then we can have peace. And so you have this beautiful tabernacle. I'll show you mine, my husband, uh, you'll, I'll get, uh, I wasn't going to show you yet, but I'll go ahead and do it now. This is our tabernacle in our backyard. And it's kind of cheesy, but <laughs> I bet I'm just now learning how to do it myself. You know, we've kind of talked about doing it and we kind of, kind of did it. I'm trying to do it like the real legit way now. So you build, it looks, it doesn't really look like a tent, like what you would think of as a tent, but that's the way exactly you're supposed to do it. They also call it a booth 
or a shelter. And so you would have the three sides. If you notice, he put in like these poles right here and then he put the tarp all the way around. And then I had like a little pad out there. I said, let's put it around there so we won't have to worry about the grass or whatever. And uh, we already have a table out there. And so I put lights, I'll show you what I'm going for is this. And so that I, I, mean, I need more greenery. My greenery is kind of cheesy. <laughs> That's all I had. But anyway, so then you have a place where you can all now we can have our lovely dinner together and we can enjoy each other's company. And this is a celebration we do for seven days. What is this is symbolizing that when we have justice restored to the earth, then we can have this peace together. Right. And, and how beautiful it doesn't that look lovely and so it enjoyable. Does, yeah. So that's what the Tabernacles is about. Um, so this is okay. It starts on last night, the 20th. And it goes through the 29th, okay? Uh, so through, through the morning, whatever, the, of the 29th. Now, um, so this is basically the beginning of Sukkot today. And so, or they call it Sukkot. This is basically a Sukkot. Ah, keep going the wrong place. That's a Sukkot or a booth or a tabernacle or a shelter. You can call them any of those and they'll know what you're talking about. All right. So this is, and it goes all the way through now. Guess what happened last night right at sundown on Sukkot? Did you catch what the big news was yesterday? Go on. What was it? Well, I think one of the big things was this big video that came out from Project Veritas about, about the vax. That was going crazy on Twitter last night to expose that. Would you like to tell us? Because some of the viewers are not aware of it. Yes, okay, I think I, I think I have a, uh, maybe I didn't. Okay, maybe I don't have that, that I say for you. All right, so um, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, he's got the, you know, he's always trying to get whistleblowers to come out and tell what's going on. Well, clearly one, the biggest thing we've got to fight in this world, besides the election fraud, is the facts. And they're talking about these people who've had the vaccine are going into the hospitals and the their, their protocols they have for them are killing them. Because they're being given a remdesivir and, well, um, and, and then either vectoring for those who've had the vax and saying, you know, that you're okay because you've had the vax. So it's all manipulation. Exactly. Exactly. And so they're not giving them the things that will help, will cure them. They won't allow them to give them ivermectin. And they will, and they are doing like the remdesivir, you know, uh, Dr. Artis, I've got that on my, my Freedom Force Battalion telegram. If you want to see his video where he's talking about, you know, they, they, they give you remdesivir. It stops your kidneys from functioning. So you're not being able to, to you know, urinate. And then they pump your body filled with the fluids and you literally drown in your own fluids. This is what's happening to our family members. And then they force air into the lungs and it causes them to basically blow out their lungs. I mean, it, they're literally killing people. That's and terrible. the nurses know this and they're not, they're not even reporting the adverse reactions from the vaccine, quote, the vaccines, which is required to do. And the nurses are just, you know, in a terrible situation. And, you, and, the, and the police officers are in a terrible situation like in, in, in Australia. But what do you do? Do you just let this, you know, do you keep your job or do you, do you re, rebel, revolt? What do you do? So she said, I'm going on Project Veritas. And so he's not on Twitter anymore. He was taken off as so many of us have been, but pay, everybody was sharing it like wildfire. And so that's what I remember how Q said, 
they're going to fight back, but you're ready. Now he has a post. Let me see if I can quote it exactly because I don't have it pulled up. Q said that when there's the first indictment, and that was on again Yom Kippur on the Day of Atonement, when they when that first happens, then they uh you know they're going to fight back, but you're ready. And so how are we ready? Is that we have all found a place that we can operate from to fight. Okay, think of a war. Uh, you know, I'm in my bunker, you're in your bunker, and we're able to shoot our truth bullets. And we've got had to resort to rumble and, and telegram and other sources. But there are other people who are still able to be out in the battlefield. So what we do is we gather, <laughs> knocking my light over, we gather the information and then they you know, we're all in the grassroots sharing this where mm -hmm. they can't stop us. Just like in Australia where those people were, were walking, they, the, the, uh, the police couldn't stop them except with rubber bullets. Okay. So, yeah. So this is very interesting to me that this happened on, on the, on tabernacles and you know how he's talked about the timing is everything. So important to have the timing. All right, so if you want to see more about the Durham, I shared this on my um, my bit shoot and on my Rumble. Okay, uh, Durham the Punisher, and I'll show you that in your, uh, you know on my uh, all the backup for it. So everything I do, I show the backup because a lot of stuff you know I, I hear about. I, I you know I just someone just shared something with me. They told me about something. I said, well, show give me the backup. They're like, oh, the Supreme Court said such and such. I said, well, show me. Show me the backup. Give me, can you give me the Supreme Court ruling? Because, you know, so many people say the, the Supreme Court ruled, but they don't you know, give the give the ruling, you know. And so it's really important if we share stuff that we have that we give the backup of it. So that's what I try to do. I have it right here on my channel. Here it is, the 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 actual post with all the links. So I, I don't put the links all on Rumble and BitChute. I put them on my um, on my freedomforce.live. And so that one was about the, the routers. I guess you heard about the routers, huh? Mm -hmm. Yes. We're, yeah. So we got the routers. We got the routers. So we got it all. So that's, a, that's gigantic. So that's another giant thing that's happening that we're just pulling down this criminal uh, mafia. All right. So this is back, way back at the bottom. Uh, this is a really great video. If anyone wants to go and see it, the guy from Epoch Times, his name is Roman. He did a really great video explaining what the Durham um, indictment is about. Have you guys gone into that on your channel? I want to ask you, what do you think it's about? Like, when do you think, you know, um, he's going to come out and we're going to hear, you know, indictments, arrests, et cetera, et cetera? Right. Okay. So, well, this was the first one. And so this has a, is it really gigantic? Um, as uh, Tom Fitton over at Judicial Watch said, is that this guy is a, you know, a big fish in a small, a small pond. He worked directly with Hillary Clinton. Basically when you are indicting him, you're indicting Hillary. I mean, not really technically, but this is that, that small little group of this criminal mafia who's, who uh, did this evil uh, of the Russia, Russia, Russia. I don't know if you guys heard it as much in England, but we, it was constant day after day after day. And so he's breaking down what this person did. So if, for those of you who aren't familiar, basically it's this, that they would take, they went to Hillary, Hillary said, Hey, the assessment, you go to this, uh, this uh, this government contract group that has access to the um, my hair's falling down to um, to 
personal data, just like they have our personal data all on, you know, every text, every tweet, every email, all of that. And so he, you and I don't have access to that, but Hillary does with her deep state connections. And so she had Sussman go over and get this and they piece this together and, 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 tuck in whatever they want it to say. And they, they compile this, they take it to the FBI and they say, oh, I'm just a good citizen. I'm trying to save the world from orange man bad, from Trump who's terrible. So here's this information, but not, never saying that he's working, literally being paid by the Hillary Clinton campaign. Mm-hmm. And then they said, then they go and share this, well, the FBI does, and then the mainstream media just promulgates this constantly, all day long. And so imagine if someone came on and said something bad about you or said something bad about me, and it had no basis in fact at all. But then, you know, maybe three years later, they come along and they say, oh, well, we were wrong. But the damage has been done to our reputation. And this is more than a reputation. This is about a political you know, our political choice for who we want as our president, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the problem is that is political, it's fraud on our country. And it's, it's a, yeah, so it's, it's completely, you know, uh, on, on, it's a (laughs) crime against our country, crime against humanity. So, but now he's been, he's left the firm because he's having, having to uh, go and work on his legal defense. And so you can see on here that he's not, um, he's not, if you search, uh, search on Perkins Coey, we've heard about per- Perkins Coey for years. And finally, this is all being, being exposed. And so the, he gave them the, this alleged evidence, supporting the evidence of this purported secret communication channel that Trump had, which he didn't have, totally made up. So anyway, so that's, and then this is the one where, um, Fit, uh, Tom Fitton goes into detail on it. So I really encourage everyone to, to dig down into it and see what's going on with that. And then if, did you see that President Trump said one of nine, one done, nine to go? Right. He did that. So this goes back to a Q post where it, that very one, it says they'll fight, but you are ready. You know, one marker nine. So we're going to have at some point nine of these, but this is just the, the beginning of these unsealings. All right. Then, so that happened on Yom Kippur. And so we're, you know, we're seeing all these things um, rolling out. Now, uh, the next thing is this, okay, this is part of the videos. Now, everybody who was trying to share this had a really hard time sharing it. The one, this is one I was going to show you with the Project Veritas. I have it on my Freedom Force Battalion where you can share it. But what, you know, we were thinking, well, maybe if we shared screenshots, that people will, they won't be able to, uh, to pull that, you know, they'll, if they see the link, they, they will just ban it or shadow ban it. Yeah. You're thinking people are seeing it, but they're not. So here you're seeing a, a, a said, let's just share a screenshot and maybe people will see it and, and go, you know, and look for this video. Um, so, uh, anyway, it was anybody who did hashtag, uh, project Veritas, it was, had just thousands and thousands of views last night. Um, but yeah, this is what happened. Uh, where they were talking about now you've got this guy in room four who got his second dose of vaccine on Tuesday. He has been short of breath. So it's helping people to realize don't go in the hospital. Don't, you know, don't let them take, you know, put in you whatever they want to put in you. So it's very exciting that um, he's coming out with this and and it's getting into the mainstream and then people can piece it together because everyone knows people who've gone in the hospital and then, you know, we just trusted. 
we just trusted these people. You know, they have the white lab coat on and they, they have this medical degree. We figured that they, they surely wouldn't do anything evil. And this basically, this is exposing them for doing evil, that it's intentional. That's what this video is about. That's gigantic. That's gigantic. You know, and, and then we talked about this, I think you and I last week, last time that we, we can't have it where we go all through this. We go through all this and then the medical community can, is left standing. That has got to stop. You Absolutely. Know? So where are we sitting biblically? Like, you know, with with with, you know, how does the politics overlap biblically and what's where are we right now? Okay. You know, and what and what and what what is expected to happen very, very soon? <laughs> right. All right. So so let me just go through the um, what happens during the festival of shelters. I have a feeling that every day we're going to it's it's we're at that fever pitch where it's just big. It's not just little intel drops here and little things here. It's it's this fall. It's it's, it's we're all pulling them down in so many ways. If you think about it, we're just pummeling them from every side and they're being pulled down. OK, so this is the passage. It talks about the Festival of Shelters the, or the Festival of Booths. Um, it's going to last for seven days. On the first day of the festival, you must proclaim an official day for the Holy Assembly, that was last night, when you do no ordinary work. For seven days, you present special gifts to the Lord. And the eighth day is another holy day on which you present your special gifts to the Lord. Okay, so I'm just going to show you what I think that, uh, what I've highlighted in pink, what I think it means by this eighth day. All right, so think in the, think in the grand scheme of things. Uh, biblically, we have been, it's been six days or 6,000 years since Adam and Eve. And then we're about to enter into that seventh day, which is the 7,000th year, which is the, where we will have no more of this cabal, no more false prophet, no more deception. No, amazing, amazing. And then on the eighth day or the 8,000, that's when it says in the book of Revelation, and this is for those of you who are not familiar with me, I wrote this book called uh, End Times and a Thousand Years of Peace that we're entering into with this thousand years of peace once we get rid of these people. OK, this this criminal mafia. And then after that is when I talk about in the book that in Revelation, it talks about we'll have the new bodies and the new heaven and the new earth. We're going to have life extension in the, in the millennial kingdom. But in the after that, there's another battle. Gog and Magog, I'm not going to go into detail on that. But the point is, um, that's when there's there's going to be the final rising, where it's going to be the, the completion of heaven and earth will merge. And then we'll also have this beautiful, you know, the bodies that will never die. Death will be conquered, which is, you know, probably a year ago seemed outrageous. But I think all of us can see, you know, this is this is this is possible. We can have this. You know, but we got to do it, you know, God's way anyway. But this is the, the 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 chapters in the book. And so way at the end is where I talk about that unspeakable joy uh, after the millennial kingdom. Then we have this this final judgment day and no, and no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. Heaven and earth merge. We have our our uh, eternal bodies. But OK, so that's think of that. And remember that because I have something to tell you about the eighth day that's coming up. That's the. The eighth day, I want you to think of heaven, heaven on earth, no more death, no more sorrow, no more crime. Eighth day. Whenever you talk in the Bible about the eighth day, that's the picture that we're supposed to get, right? Okay, so then there's no ordinary work. And don't think of work as in 
what you would normally think of as work. You know, okay, so I'm going to give you an example. You are, you are working and I'm working right now, technically. But does, does it really feel like work? I mean, no, it feels it, like, no, it doesn't, no. It feels like a, a conversation. It feels very. It feels like we're passionate about something we love, and it gives us energy to do it. So it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't tire. It doesn't tire us. Exactly. 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 And my husband feels the same way. He's a builder, and probably right now he's over there just sweating like crazy. He loves it. He loves it. If you make him sit down and watch TV, you're like, he's like, please don't make me do this, right? He loves building. And he's just so good at it. It's that passion, right? And so imagine everyone getting to do that, getting to do what they love, not being a slave. A slave is where you are forced to do something you do not want to do. You're not necessarily, it's not your gifting, but you're being told to do it because you're doing it, you're doing it to survive, to make money and you have no choice. And it's like, it's horrible. Yeah. Like you said, you have no choice. Right, right. So, so think of this as not a rule like, you can't get up and get a drink of water. You know, it's not about like a law, but it's, it's that you're not going to, there's no work as in slavery. Okay. So look at it that way. That's, that's really what it's talking about. So this will be a solemn day or special day, a, a serious day uh, that to stop what you normally have been doing, being a slave, and you're no longer going to do with this ordinary work, this slavery work on that day. Okay. That's, what it's really trying to get to. We're trying to get out from being slaves. And that's where, that's where the Bible is leading us is to get free. Okay. So let me just pass this, this 37 and 38 by, so we don't, um, I want to get to the uh, focus on what happens on that feast of shelters. Uh, the seven day festival to the Lord begin, uh, the festival of shelters begins on the 15th day of the appointed month that started last night. After you've harvested all the produce of the land. So again, think of an agrarian society. They've harvested everything. And so it's a, it's a harvest festival. And the Bible talks about there's a harvest of, of, the, of God's people to be saved, to be protected. And there's the harvest of the evildoers to be cast out. Okay. I'm going somewhere with this. So y'all hang out, hang in there with me. On the first day, you gather the branches of these magnificent trees, palm fronds, boughs with leafy trees, and willows that grow by the streams, and then celebrate with joy before the Lord, your God, for seven days. Okay, so I was showing you my little, my leafy boughs. <laughs> I think I need a few more to get real leafy, but like, like this, more like this. Okay, so that's what the Lord told us to do to celebrate. He wants us to, he paints pictures for us that of, of how, what he wants us to have. And so you, now that I've done it, I'm like, oh, that's really nice because it does. I can see how if I have a few more, it's going to shade me. It's going to be give us provide shade and 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 just be a beautiful place to enjoy with your family because it's in the you know in this time of year where you know we can all go in and and just enjoy each other's company in the in the like a camp out and mm-hmm. celebrate with joy. So how can you be forced to have joy? He's kind of commanding us celebrate, right? <laughs> it's a, it's it is sometimes you you start celebrating because you know what's coming. You start celebrating now because you know this is coming and th- that this is this answer is on its way and we're going to see it. So that's what I, I think it's really, it's really trying to help people to go, this day will come when we will, this enemy will no longer rule over us. And so that's where, what the celebration is all about. 
is to celebrate for seven days. Observe this festival to the Lord seven days every year. It's a permanent law for you, and it must be observed in this appointed month from generation to generation. Now, some people are like, well, that's just for the Jewish people. Well, actually, when you look at the whole Bible, it's one book. It's a continuation. It's not like, oh, well, this part is for this group of people, and this part is for that group of people. This is all for all of us. And it's a, it's a, it's a, a continual revelation. And, and where we're headed, where we're headed, like I said, on that eighth day is where we have no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. Everyone's going to be set. Everything's going to be set right. Everyone back together again, all of that. But in that seventh day, what we're entering into that seventh day, that 7,000th year is when we're going to have, we will have life extension. And again, no more deception. Hard to imagine. No more of this beast cabal, new world order, and no more of this false prophet, whether it's in the church or in this government or in the schools or in the whatever. Okay. So from generation to generation, we're supposed to do this. Well, they hid it from us. And that, what does that tell you? They did it for a reason. Mm-hmm. They hid it from us because they didn't want us to do this. They're like, oh, this is just for this small group over here. Because they know when you have that thought seated in your mind, it's going to help you to put this together. Right. That's what they they didn't want us to do for um, seven days. You must live outside in little shelters it, because he wants us to get this in our minds. Just like, OK, Chris, I don't know if you guys know this, but Christmas, the Christmas celebration is not even in the Bible to celebrate Christmas. Right. right? Yeah. So it's not even in there. It's not even in there. You know, and they've made it like this was a biblical celebration, but it's really not even in there. This one is in here, but we haven't kept the biblical festivals. We've it's kept funny because. There's a part there's a part that says that we shouldn't cut the trees from the forest to bring them home to decorate them with gold and things, you know. Right. And what that's really talking about is these satanic rituals. Yeah. And I think that the Christmas tree was originally a satanic thing. Yeah. It was funny when I was doing this, when I was setting this up in my yard, it almost felt like I was decorating for Christmas, you know, with the boughs and the, you know, the lights and the you know, setting this, it really kind of reminded me of that to celebrate that. So, you know what the enemy, we've talked about this before, but that the the Lord put all these things for us to enjoy, but the enemy always does it and perverts it and twists it and makes it into something evil. So I think the issue is not about leafy boughs and all of that, because it says on the first day, gather branches from the magnificent trees, palm fronds, boughs with leafy trees and willows that grow by the streams, all that. It's not about the tree. It's about what are they doing? They're doing those, those sacrifices. They're doing this. They're hurting children. They're they're you know using this for satanic, uh, you know, worship. It's all, evil, right? And so that's really what you know. I believe is is the the problem. It's not about trees. It's about the evil that they have done. Um, so anyway, so seven days you you celebrate this. So it's not just a one day thing. It's a seven day thing. So that you like a completion. That you are this fullness of joy. It's not just a one day of joy. It's it's celebrating for seven days. And if you've ever gone on vacation, if you go for one day, that's not going to do it. You've got to kind of be able to unwind and enjoy and kind of just, you know, relax. Right. And just kind of hanging out with your friends. That's what this whole celebration is about. Everyone. Hey, we're going to come over. You come over to my suit coat tonight. Oh, I'll come over to yours tomorrow night. We're just going to have, you know, a beautiful dinner and enjoy each other's company. And it's going to be nice and cool and enjoy each other. So, um, everyone live in these shelters and enjoy each other. Okay. 
He's like, I'm commanding you, go have fun, right? Uh, This will remind each new generation of Israelites that I made their ancestors live in the shelters when I rescued them from the land of Egypt. After that, they were in the wilderness for 40 years. It's kind of felt that way for us. We've been in this going round and round and round. When do we get out from under these people, right? So similar that he knew that we, we he was moving us toward this day when we would be set free from these people, whether it's the back in Egypt, you know, back in the day, it's the same tyrants that we're fighting now. And that just this constant, we're moving toward the day when we'll be set free from them. But I wanted you to see this eighth day. Remember it said the eighth day is different. So you do this, you celebrate for seven days, but then you have this special day on the eighth day. I'm going to show you back to the calendar. And I'm just piecing this together from what God has said in his word. Okay. So I, you know, I don't have any, you know, I'm not connected to anybody who has anything. I think some people who say they are, I'm like, I don't know. Cause some of this stuff doesn't come true. So whatever, you know, so here is this, this is Sukkot one, two, three, four, whatever. Here is the eighth day right here. Next Wednesday. It's called Simchat Torah. Okay. So Shemini's Atzeret is the last day of the, of the seven. So that's like the completion, Shemini Atzeret, uh, and then you've got the Simchat Torah. So Simchat Torah, I'll show you that real quick. Um, what that means is that the, um, the Simchat Torah, this holiday is characterized by utterly unbridled joy, which reaches its com- climax on Simchat Torah when we celebrate the conclusion or the restart of the annual Torah reading cycle. So Torah is another way word for for God's word or the law or judgment. So what if that is the day that it's talking about that it's like judgment falls on the cabal? What if that's the day that judgment the the, the judgment is read out to these people, so to speak? Mm-hmm. And they have done this evil and the whole world knows it. And they're awake enough to know these, our enemy is not each other. It's these people. Okay. Right. I, I, I really do believe that that's what it is because look at every people in America are awake now. Have you seen the, the, um, the stadiums? There were, they're hollering out. What's I'm not going to say, <laughs> I mean, you've heard what they're saying on there. They're like, not having it and then you see what that what's happening in uh australia the people are awake there's been uh, the the marches up in in uh in new york the only place where people aren't marching is washington dc right <laughs> so funny. what's happening in the stadiums oh they're saying something about biden and it's not very nice are you putting this on youtube is that why you're being careful <laughs> No, because my mom watches my videos. <laughs> well, put it in your mom. own words. Put it, put, explain it in your own words. F Joe Biden. Okay, I've got it. So, F okay. Joe Biden. Sorry, mom. <laughs> no, he <laughs> made you. me do it, mom. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's there. just the whole football stadium. Thousands and thousands of people changing this. Every stadium doing the same thing. What does that tell you? Maybe you don't see us marching in the streets because you know America. You've been to America, yes? Yeah. Okay. You know we're. we're oh no, so- I've I've never been to America. You're kidding. I've never. Sorry, I heard just heard what you said. I've never been to America in my life, but I, no I really. Way. You come I to really my house. 
Come to my house. Get we'll on a make plane. A bar- we'll have a barbecue. <laughs> come on, come, come to the Feast of Tabernacles. You can come sit with me and my and my husband. Here's here's my husband. Did I show you my husband? We're sitting with our dog. No, please you, show me. There's Mr. Wonderful. Oh wow! Say hello to him when you. Yes, see, when, Mr. When you Wonderful. See him. Yeah, oh. Mr. Wonderful, and there's Buddy. Lovely dog. <laughs> he's like he was waiting for some food <laughs> he wasn't interested in smiling for the picture but yeah so you can kind of see you know how it how it works out there that's just out in our backyard that's yeah that's it wow it's amazing. on the harvest moon harvesting the evildoers right all right so yeah okay so in america this is like everyone is it's not that we need this the supreme yes we need the supreme court to read the right act to these people, but we need the people to read it out and say, F Joe Biden, you know, we're not putting up with this cabal. Right. And so they're marching in New York city. They're marching, you know, we don't really march here so much because we just, we're so rural. We don't, you know, even a big city, like I live just outside of Houston and it's, it's too spread out for us to march. It's like, I mean, we could go somewhere to march, but really it's more important for us to march on social media and to share all this stuff. And, and that's what the Freedom Force Battalion is about. I'm like, here, here, here's something good to share. Get out, get it out there. fast as we can, that kind of thing. So anyway, so this Simchat Torah, I think is symbolic, uh, symbolizes the, the judgment reading read out to this cabal. That's what this is about. Right. Is is it's the it's the it's the climax of this to to pull them down. And how and, close are we? Well, that's what you look at the calendar. Okay, so you look at this calendar. Now, the other thing that that some of the folks might not know about, and I, I just really you know encourage everyone to ask God in your heart, please lead me on what you want me to spend my time researching. Right? There's so much out there that can waste our time. So I want you know I'm, I'm trying to encourage everyone to. Research what's really going on with the vax and the and the and the COVID. What's really going on with the election fraud? What's the latest on that? So Mike Lindell just came out with something uh, saying that you know some 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 fresh news about that that I just I just got and I just shared it um, on my Freedom Force Battalion. Um, uh, you know, focus on um, you know what's going on with the money. I'm going to show you here about the money. They're out of money. They're out of money. Out. Mm-hmm. And so they're in their backs against the wall, because if you remember, President Trump folded the Federal Reserve and the Treasury together. Now, Mm -hmm. Yellen, uh, Janet Yellen, instead of being the chair of the Federal Reserve, she is the head of the Treasury. But the thing is, they can't get any more money. And they're at so many of the assets have been seized and they're they're sweating bullets because they want this trillions of dollars because they're going to be left holding the bag. They're the ones. If we if we we file bankruptcy, if our country if America files bankruptcy, they're the ones who are left and 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 penniless and helpless. This is what I I think I just read this to you last. Uh, I think it's Habakkuk two, and it says that are your your uh, captives will taunt you. We will taunt them. In other words, we're going to taunt them, and while they stand trembling and helpless, they're going to be left holding this debt. That's why they're scrambling and freaking out. Let me see if I can find this one. I was going to share this with you too. Um, yeah, this is the one about Janet Yellen where he's talking about, you know, say no, no, they cannot do more printing of money, but that they basically take this money. Their day of their financial boondoggle is over. 
And so this was a really great video. It's a, he, he's been doing this whole show and then he'll do just little clips. And this is where he was talking about, we're saying no to them. They cannot continue to raise this debt ceiling, basically making the credit card, uh, you know, $10 trillion. We're not doing that. We're not financing uh, the, their, their future on the backs of our children. We're not yeah. doing it. No, absolutely. So, so that talks about Gasara. They're out of gas. They're out of money. They're panicking because they, okay, so all these things are happening. They're being exposed. You know, everyone sees what they're doing with the vax. They see what they're doing with the, with the, with the lockdowns. They see what they're doing with the money. They see what they're doing with the border. Uh, I'm guessing you've seen what's happening with the border. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the people? Just, they're just flooding in. Just come on in. We don't really Open care if you got sciences. the COVID. While people in that very town, in that very town, have you know are being locked and sequestered in their home for having COVID? I mean, it, it, American citizens are being locked in their homes, but while these people just just willy nilly from anywhere, yeah. And I, I love people, case. you know me. I love people all over the world, but we've got to have a rule of law. Well, we've got to have we, some reason. Yeah, you have. They have to be. You know, they can come in from anywhere. Like Trump says, you know, they can. We want the immigrants, but they have to come in legally through a legal process. Big, you know, we don't, you don't just want rapists and murderers and drug gangs. You need to know who they are so America is safe. Exactly. It's very, very, yeah, yeah. Just like your house. Do you leave the door open? Anyone can come no, in. Come on. Anyone can come in. I have to know who you are. You know, are you my friend's friend? Okay, come in, have a drink. Then it's simple. Know? It's not that complicated. All right. So, okay. So, so this is, um, this is what's happening in the heavens. I've showed this last time, I think, about this beautiful sign in the heavens that, that finishes right at the end of Simchat Torah. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what, and if you remember, President Trump said for us to pray for 21 days. Did you right. hear that? Yeah, he said that, to, yeah. he did that. And then there's also this guy uh, who's close in with Flynn said, um, He's on one day, I don't remember the exact day, but he said within 17 days that we will have this gigantic transformation in our country. And so, again, he was pointing to this time right at the Simcot tour. It's like everything is pointing to this. I just I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. Right. I'm seeing when when is the 17th day that General Flynn was referring. This is like on this on this fourth. Okay, so let me show you back in my calendar. So here is this Simcot Torah. So okay, so imagine every day of the Feast of Tabernacles. This is why it's so important to know the Hebrew festivals. Okay, so every day we're having another uh, gigantic ball drop, whether whether it's the about the vax or about the election fraud, or or like on this Friday we're having a huge one about the election fraud. The the numbers are coming out in Arizona, right? So all these things, day after day after day, it's like on the prize fight where there's like you know. You know, the guy was like Rocky's down and you're like, oh, no, he's he's done. He's over. And then he gets up and then he starts pow and he just keeps powing like seven times until the the, the the Goliath falls. Basically on Simcot Torah, that's the picture that we get of the Feast of Tabernacles. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Isn't that so cool? All right. So, yes, yeah, so the Lord gave us these festivals, not as a law or a mandate, but to, as a helpful parable, as a, as a symbol for us to piece this together, you know, and, and for us to do this, but again, they hid it from us on purpose now. Okay. So this is the second of, um, of October. So basically at the end of this month of Tishri, 
Okay, so I'm going to go back to my next month. Okay, so here we are on the fourth. This is the like right here. By the time we get together again, on I've got you on the fifth. So so by the time we get together on this fourth of October, we're going to see. I think I mean the, the fifth, the completion of this loop. And what I was showing everybody last time is that that uh, this again the the beautiful Omer bundle is the Jubilee bundle or the Gasara bundle. It's the bundle of blessing. It's the harvest of, of, of the plenty for us. They're being harvested to judgment. We're being harvest, ha- harvested to, to have to be blessed. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so she's holding this, this blessing bundle. And I just find it so cool that Mercury during this festival time, this biblical festival time is doing this loop in, in the blessing bundle. And it finishes right there on the fourth, which coincides with the 21 days of prayer. You know, what, what Flynn's friend did, Mm. it all coincides right there. I'm just saying. So on the 21th day, so on the 21th day, when all this happens and it coincides with, with the 21 days that, you know, Trump was talking about what, what type of things do we expect to see politically or, or in our lives? You know, are you suggesting that something, a big event might happen? Um, I know it's a difficult I, question. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Right. Well, no, <laughs> I, I'm, we're, we're, okay. That's where we're going to speculate. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, it's just your opinion. I, we I, are this is purely your opinion. I, I need to find out the exact date that they have to, that they're out of, Money. I think it's the thirtieth. I think it's on this day, the thirtieth. They're out of money. What if this is? I'm just okay. You're asking me to speculate, okay? I'm just speculating, everybody. Just speculate, everyone. This is not right. You know, so don't what take if this on board. This is just. What if that's Gasara? Because they're out of money. It could be all right. It could be, and we've Gisara. gone bankrupt. Go ahead. It could. It could be Gasara. It could be a. Uh, an arrest it could be that that you know you're right that maybe the banking system collapses and they have no power um it could be um it could be that the fda comes down it, it could be a trump's return it could be the election results it could be anything really right not it i don't think because I, i'm of the school that president trump is still in control i believe I, that I, I believe that so i'm not so much looking for him to go and, and be in the white house because I think when these arrests happen, he's going to be insulated because that, you know, that would cause a, a, a they, they would use that to, to cause a world, uh, a, a civil war. Mm-hmm. I don't see that particularly. And which is fine with me because I'm, I'm in complete peace knowing he's in control. You know, he's, he's the commander in chief and then Biden is not. So I'm not worried about that, but I just find it very interesting that all of this is culminating right here on these days. So the 30th, let's just say, you know, they're, they're saying well, we're out of out of money. Well, the thing is, I'm not out of money. I mean, we're technically we're all out of money. <laughs> technically, we're all out of money. But the ones who are left holding the debt is the cabal because of what President Trump did of folding the Federal Reserve into the Treasury. So they are the ones. And remember the PPP, you know, he had them, you know, just all this debt is in their hands. That's why they're panicking to get this done so that they won't be. I think Trump. I think Trump's destroyed them already, and yes. he's killing them slowly, and yes. uh, he's killing them alive. Right, right. <laughs> and just as it says in in Habakkuk two, they'll they'll be standing there penniless and helpless, naked and helpless. 
So that's what's happening there. That's why they're panicking. So, I mean, literally that's the 30th on this video. I was just showing you, he was talking about, this is on the 30th of this month. And so we put them in a position where they are, and, and Trump did, where they, all, all of the debt is in their hands and they, then they're going to be left. We're not, and we're not going to finance it. We're not going to bail them out like we have in the past. Mm -hmm. And that's coming up right here. All right. So, okay. I want you to see this, this, the, the Simchat, Simchat Torah, and then Sim, Shemini Atzeret. Just so you know, that is the, the culmination of the seventh day, the seventh day. So it's, it's the, it's the, you know, just so people know what, what this, all this is, if they hear about it, that is actually the seventh day. Shemin, I don't know if, I hope I'm saying it right. Shemini Atzeret. And then it's like this culmination. So I would expect to see who was saying this. Somebody was saying something about, you know, there's just going to be a lot. It's, I think he was saying for prayer is because they're, they're pulling out all the stops. This is their last hurrah is it, I think mm -hmm. it is. And so that, that means, I mean, you've just got to watch out for yourself, watch out for your loved ones. Just don't, don't go to the hospital. Like, you know, did I tell you about my friend I took to Estella Emanuel's? She was, no. she couldn't breathe. She went to the hospital. I said, please don't go to the hospital. She said she had, she couldn't help, help, but she had to go because she couldn't breathe. And so um, they gave her a prescription uh, for budesonide in a nebulizer. Okay. It's a big old word. Budesonide. Budin, budes, budes, actually. Budesonide. Mm -hmm. Put that in a nebulizer so you can like breathe it and you cover your nose with not an inhaler, that's it's hard on your lungs, but but a uh, and an emergency thing, but just to cover your whole mouth, and so you can it causes your uh, your lungs to be able to receive the oxygen because she was struggling to breathe. Okay, so then we went to to um, to Stella Emanuel's, and she did her uh, three her workers did three shots for her. She's taking care of sixty thousand people right now. So get you know get what you need, get your ivermectin, and just in case you need it for your family. And if they if you if that person has to go to the hospital, say no. Find out everything that they're doing to your loved one, everything that they're giving to them, and say no to remdesivir. Like I was saying before, you know, just watch out for your family members, um, and and just take the best care of yourself that you possibly can, and understand and have grace and mercy on each other because we're all being stressed in so many different ways. And that's why I love, you know, our, our freedom force battalion. We constantly see what God is doing and that this is that great day that we're being rescued and that this is being, this, this enemy is being pulled down just like he promised would happen. So therefore we're not hopeless. Those who think that our world is falling to the beast. I, I just don't even know what to tell you. It, it would just be too hard. Can you imagine if we didn't know that this was the end of their, their rule over us and, if we thought that the world was falling to the beast, I don't even know how people can manage. Absolutely. Well, they're going to have to have a rude awakening because uh, some of them, they don't want to listen. They're arrogant and they uh, they want to believe what the mainstream narrative is. But, you know, they, they are creating their reality, their journey, and um, they have to do what's right for them because we have to respect free will. But yeah, yeah, yep. I know it's, it's hard, though. I, I would be <laughs> I would be freaking out. And that's why I'm not ever freaking out because I see the, the plan as it's unfolding. So anyway, so what I was going to say is that, um, you know, just over the next few days, just be, be patient with each other. But I would just love it if we saw the, the judgment falling on them there on that same day of Simchat, Simchat Torah is when they're out of money on the 30th. 
And that's when they're, and that, that's basically fa- judgment falling on them because they're, they're, they're helpless financially. And then, okay, so for us, if, when you think about the, the market, you know, falling or whatever, think of it more as in them, their market falling, because it's all been rigged anyway. What they've done, that's falling, and that we will have our assets backed by gold. Absolutely. Right. Well, that's what Trump wants, gold backed, right? Gold standard. He loves that. Right. He's a big fan. You know. So wouldn't that be, I'll just say, because remember I was saying this unbridled joy? That would be unbridled joy right there. Mm-hmm, absolutely, yeah. That would be unbridled joy right there. And I, I can't, it's, it, the honest truth is the Bible points us to that this will happen on this, on this time of the year. And if it's not this, I can't imagine it being next year. <laughs> we can't go. I mean. We're at that point now where something has to give and, and this looks like, this looks, it looks like it could be it. This really does. It really does. All right. So there's the harvest moon harvesting these, uh, these ones, but yeah, so definitely you guys check out the book because this, I go into all of this in the book. I go, I, t- I talk about the Hebrew festivals and I also talk about it on my, on my site right here. Uh, when you go to um, the playlist, you can look up biblical festivals. And like I said, you can see the, the uh, more about the Hebrew festivals, right? I'm sorry, not on that one. Uh, let me go to the posts. You do it this way. So when you go here, you can see all the videos that I've done over on the right. And I go into uh, just a whole list of, of the of the biblical festivals or, or whatever it is that's happening. Um, and it's over on the right side. Okay. Absolutely. Afghan- Remember we talked about Afghanistan and Cy- uh, Operation Cyclone and all that. But right now we're talking about the you know what happened on the Day of Atonement. What does that, what does that all mean? And so it will give you so much, so much confidence. And like I said, here's when you go on to the Amazon and you look up that book, then you will be able to see uh, right here when you say look inside, you can read, I think, four chapters and you'll see like, I think that fourth chapter is the one that goes into uh, deception of the masses. It goes into 12 lies that you've likely been told, whether it's from church or whether it's from Hollywood or whatever. Um, and so that you can start to peel back some of this. And the reality is you're not going to hear it from the typical church because there's they've been infiltrated yeah right and so we've just got to get you know we, we realize that we've got to get you know alternative uh sources there's a one of my favorite chapters right there chapter 11 was when john was red pilled um anyway the uh, the sign of the son of man i don't know if i can go to it no i can't go to it there but but yeah so this is all the signs that the lord has given us including that one here this is this is a sign that, that something's happening in this blessing bundle. Well, let's see what's going to happen within the yeah. next few days, may weeks, and um, it's very exciting. Um, yeah. But Melissa Redpill, it's been an absolute honor to have you. Always. Thank you very much for sharing the biblical and the political overlappingness that we all like to hear. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the viewers before we finish? I think I think, we, I think that's everything. That's plenty. <laughs> that's okay. plenty. And so I will see you in in uh two weeks and we'll let's see what's going to be the t- in two weeks absolutely okay. well thank you you know what that's going to be right blessed. there at the day of the completion of the loop i will see you on that day right there when it when it, it completes absolutely the i can't wait well let's speak to you soon but thank you and god bless you Bye-bye. all right thanks guys bye i stopped recording now how was how was oh hang on i'm still recording